Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It is October 3rd, so we're here for the third movie in this installment of Horror Movie Marathon. It's going to have a good name at some point. I'm going to think up something. Or I won't, and we'll just keep doing this uh, this little dance. Professor Dupes, Introduction to Horror. And that's Katie. Uh, <laughs> she's here. She came a little bit late for the movie, but she's just going to chill with her. With her eyes closed, she's got a, got a headache, but it's fine. She's she's chilling. Uh, oh, I am so so pumped for this movie. Uh, today all day at work, I was trying to figure out what was gonna be the next one, and um, I love genres of movies that kind of blur into another one, like um, like Die Hard. A lot of people fight that as if it's a Christmas movie or just a straight up just stupid action movie or like Nightmare Before Christmas. A lot of people fuss about that one, and if it's technically a horror, like a Halloween movie or Christmas movie, and there's legit fights about it on online and in real life, I know a few people that yell about that. So this movie, it it finally hit me because uh, it was one of my favorites as a kid. Uh, I actually re-recorded it. I forgot what channel it was, but they played it, and uh, we recorded it on VHS. I used to do that a lot with a lot of movies. And uh, I have a pretty sweet-ass recording of this movie, and I watched it all the time. And then going back and looking at it again, uh, it's a comedy, a dark comedy, but uh, very horror-filled. And uh, it's pretty ridiculous. And, oh, oh, sorry, uh, I have, we have a sponsor. Three episodes in, ladies and gentlemen, we have a sponsor, so I have to read something so they'll give me money. So, uh... Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Peltzer Industries. Fantastic ideas for a fantastic world. They make the illogical logical. So hopefully you got that. That's, that's... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, that, that's from the movie. Uh, if you didn't know, that's from fucking Gremlins. One of the best goddamn movies ever. And if you don't think it's a horror movie, I'll punch you in the throat. So let's just get off on that. Uh, I'm very... Very excited to talk about this movie. She's cracking up over there. I want to do that. I want to do like little commercials based on the movie. Well, then, because there's great. lines. That was great. Keep going. Yeah, there's lines for everything. But before we get to Gremlins, um, I had another idea that I brought up to Katie. Um, so towards the end of this, uh, we'll have 31, hopefully iconic villains, horror movie villains, to talk about. I wouldn't mind doing like a like a little tournament to see who's, which one's the best one out of all of them. But uh, I always love drafting things that shouldn't be in something else, just kind of placing them into another like job that they would not do well in, but they have the skills to actually be amazing in. So my idea, is we're going to do a villain sports draft. So we only have two people right now, but we're going to draft for baseball and football, and we're going to try to draft the best team out of, uh, I'm looking at the list, some of these are pretty shitty, but uh, some of the people I think they would do pretty good, uh, I brought up a couple positions in baseball for uh, Mr. Kruger, Mr. Kruger uh, by the foot face, uh, I honestly think he'd be pretty good at first base going off of his uh, stretch arm, strong arms, he ain't really good at running. Like I was telling you guys, uh, he ran like he had a load in his pants. But I think he'd be pretty good if you just keep him in one spot. And plus, if you're running toward first base and you see just a man with, like, you know, 
third degree burns, it's probably gonna fuck with you a little bit. Cause I, I assume the game that they're gonna play is gonna be more like Harlem Globetrotters, like a normal team against just this like mishmash of just stupid. <laughs> and so everybody's just gonna be a little bit bothered by it. So I think he should be on first base. Uh, you got any spot for Freddie, Katie? Center field wouldn't be bad because the stretchy arms would just—he wouldn't have to run so far, and he could just basically take over the entire outfield. Okay, and uh, oh, so we have a second person that we need uh, as Jigsaw since we did Saw Two yesterday. Um, I was thinking about this spot. He's a—he's—he's—he's uh, he's, he's old and full of the cancers. Um, I would probably just make him like a general manager. Or just head coach, like in in football, uh, he doesn't really need to be on the field. He's gonna get blown up. Like <laughs> it just takes one person just destroying him in a hit, and he's he's down. Uh, you got any spot for uh, old man Jigsaw? No, old man Jigsaw. If he, I mean, if he has to be on the field, I'd probably put him at catcher because he's a strategist, um, and that would be the catcher's position. But because he's so old and, like, falling apart, I definitely agree with your, you putting him in as coach or general manager or somewhere. Not on the actual field, but still kind of running the show. Um, if you put in the little puppet on the bike <laughs> that we also refer to as Jigsaw, I mean, he could play anywhere. He's just creepy as fuck, and he would scare who, wherever he is. He'd just scare the shit out of you. He'd pop up out of nowhere. Riding his little bike, saying some dumb shit, it'd be terrifying. <laughs> uh, okay, well, if if we get the pick from the doll, I'd probably put Jimmy Jigsaw. I'm calling him Jimmy now. Uh, put Jimmy with the bike. He'd probably be a really good wide receiver because he ain't. <laughs> oh yeah, we're doing football yeah, too. Yeah, he ain't yeah. tall enough to be a tight end. Like he ain't big enough. Got he has no weight. So just make him a wide receiver. And when you make him a kicker, doesn't get hurt, doesn't do shit. Just, I don't know how fast you can go on a tricycle. So, I've seen toddlers go very fast. Yeah, I just don't know if he can kick past like 35 yards on a bike. Not even a legit bike, a tricycle. Okay. So I would probably do a wide receiver, very Julio Jones-like, have him out for almost every play. You don't have to throw to him. And after a while, they're going to stop. They're just going to ignore him. They're like, man, they're not throwing this freaky little doll. And that's when you go for the bomb. And then yeah. old Jimmy Jigsaw in the end zone doing his little... Touchdown dance. Yeah. Talking about razor blades. Oh, my God. He put blades on the football. I hope that all of you wa- went and watched that video for the fucking Living with Jigsaw, because seriously, <laughs> you need to. <laughs> oh, uh, we forgot to put um, Freddie in a uh, football spot. Um, He's not good anywhere. Those claws literally make football impossible. He'd probably be on offense. I would. I'd put him on offense somewhere. Um, he kind of he, he's kind of tall, lanky. Uh, I could see him maybe tight end. Maybe he ain't run. He's he's no type of running back. How's he catching a ball with his spike hands? He's got another good hand, and it's both it's, hands it's the have tip. spikes. Don't no, they? just one, just one hand. Oh, so he can, get, That's what I get for not watching that movie with you. <laughs> so he can grab and punch and press buttons. Oh. I don't know, maybe. I mean, either that or uh, I don't know if he can throw a ball with that glove. Gl- he wouldn't be a bad kicker. 
He really wouldn't be. In Freddy versus Jason, he was fighting on Jason. He actually knew. I mean, if you're making moves. if you're making a football team full of murderers, like full of horror movie murderers, you have to assume that the offensive line and the defensive line are both going to actually murder the people in front of them. So he would make a good O line, first on the O line or D line, like the ball snapped. And he's just fucking just swinging his clock. So he'd be a pretty good safety, is what you're saying. Just right yeah. up front. Man, that'd be so scary and smelly and gooey. Well, if you think about it, like, think of all the classic horror guys. Like, like Michael would be there. Jason would be there. Freddie would be there. Like, they'd all be up in that line up front. <laughs> and the opposing team would just be staring down all of these fucking mass murderers. Like, Leatherface. Like, they'd all be right there, because they're all just stocky and fat and terrifying. (laughs) Okay. So, um, at the end of this episode, we can use them now. Uh, Stripe. So, the villain in Gremlins, we'll just put it in now. Um, villain in Gremlins, he's like a, what, three foot? If that. Two foot, little green lanky monster, uh, known for killing people. And fucking with stuff and laughing. Uh, in baseball, Lord, I... Actually, they'd probably be pretty good at, at being a pitcher. He'd probably be absurd. I don't know why, but I could see a gremlin being really good at being a pitcher. Or make him catcher. No, you make him fucking garbage-ass American League. You make him pinch hitter because <laughs> his strike zone is fucking zero. Okay, yep. He's three foot tall. He's a pinch hitter. Yep. Okay, yep, 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 pinch hitter. Uh, in football, shit, probably a running back, because he's tiny, you have to really, like, grab at him to get him. Yeah. And he quick. He just ran through people's fucking legs. Yeah, just breaking all types of, yeah, oh yeah, they're quick. Yeah. So he can scoot pretty good. Okay. Yeah. So that's three, so, um, probably up to, like, day ten, we could probably get, like, a full team, and then... After that, we we can start switching people out if we get anybody better. But I feel it's <laughs> uh, some of these movies that you guys uh, recommended to watch. It's some pretty shitty villains, like physically. <laughs> I mean, they're scary. They can eat you up and stuff, but they're really not that good at like running. Yeah, Samara from the Ring. She ain't doing shit on either one of these fantasy football or fantasy baseball drafts. Like, yeah, she just kind of oozes places or just appears. And we don't know how she kills people either. Like, she appears and then they die. She doesn't, like, well, choke they, them out. They look like they're, like, vacuum sealed. They look all dry and, like, dehydrated. Kind of, but we don't know how she does it. They never show how she does it, at Man. least in the first one. What What if she, she had just, just, like, everyone's just dead. What if she just had, like, a straw and she was just, like, sucking juice out of people? <laughs> oh, that's so gross. <laughs> She's, like, walking up to, uh, uh what was it, Naomi Watt? Her, like, friend, and then she, you just see her pull something out of her pocket, just like a metal straw, and just walks toward him. He's like, ah, ah, and then they find his body, it's all just... She would have a worse headache than me. <laughs> Trying to suck fucking people out of their skin. Nah, that's the worst. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm gonna do something a little different. Sorry for that 20-minute uh, sidetrack that was not anything about gremlins. <laughs> so, uh, what I'm gonna do with this episode, uh, it's gonna be a little different, because... Katie wasn't here, and I kind of wanted to do this with the other ones, but, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing, and I still don't, but it's going a little bit better. But uh, I'm going to do a quick, shitty synopsis for Katie, so 
So oh. she could kind of feel like she was here. Okay. So you just close your eyes and imagine with, it. Okay. Come up with clip art versions of Got all it. this stuff. Weird Mogwai in a Chinese shop. Yes. So it starts I, there. I've seen the film. And okay. 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 Just not in a while. Do you know the uh, the rules? Uh, don't feed it after midnight. Uh -huh. Don't and don't get it wet. Uh -huh. And that's it. That's all I got. Bright light. Bright lights. Oh yeah. Bright I light. forgot it freaks out. It freaks out at the light. Yeah. Yeah. It'll kill him. Okay. So, uh, Dad, Rand, Rand Peltzer. Yeah. So Rand picks up Mr. Uh, Mr. Magui, brings him home. Everything's cool. And then little Corey Feldman drops some water on him. Dumbass. Multiplies, I believe, six of them come out of Gizmo. And, uh... It's gruesome. <laughs> it's actually not that gross coming this, it come is, back this it way. It is. It's sad. If you if you think Gizmo's cute and you watch those fucking, like, balls pop off of his cute-ass little oh, back, yeah. it's he was nasty. In pain. Yeah, he was, in, he was in pain. It Apparently it hurt. Of course it hurt. Fucking, like, whole parts of him popped out of him. Well, it's like childbirth, I guess. Gross. <laughs> So, uh, uh, other Mogwai pop out of Gizmo, and they're instantly evil. They don't want anything to do with Gizmo. They're pieces of shit, honestly. And so, um, they're fucking around doing stuff around the house, and then they, uh, they mess with the clocks in Billy's room, and he feeds them after midnight, so pop instantly. They're in cocoons, the pupil stage, as that black scientist said before he got murdered. <laughs> yeah, that's what Corey Feldman said. He's like, pupil? He's like, no. He's buff. Yeah, he's like, putrid stage? <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, so while Billy's at the uh, scientist's um, lab uh, discovering his body is just full of syringes because that, gr that gremlin, like, did not like him, uh, the mom, probably one of the coolest scenes in the movie, uh, Billy's mom had to fight off, ooh, shit, four, four gremlins. Uh, she puts one gremlin's face into a blender and mushes it up. And uh, one gremlin gets stabbed four or five times in the chest because it throws a tray of cookies at her and laughs. <laughs> and one gremlin uh, gets sprayed in the face with Crisco and then pushed into a microwave and then turned on and it explodes. The, uh... Last gremlin is hiding in the Christmas tree and jumps her and is choking her out with a tie. A Christmas... Oh, actually, no, it's a Christmas tie. Red and green tie. Choking her out. Billy comes in, saves the day. Um, what I saw when I was watching this movie, um, it's PG-13, so it's pretty gruesome and kind of hardcore for a, a PG-13 movie. Um, so I learned... That Gremlins and uh, Indiana Jones, the Temple of Doom, uh, they are the cause for the PG-13 rating. So back in the day, back in 84, before that, it was only PG and rated R. And movies really didn't like toe that line. Either you knew it was a rated R movie or not. And then Gremlins comes out and, you know, people are getting murdered by puppets and heads are getting cut off and stuff. <laughs> And fucking Temple of Doom, people's hearts are getting pulled out of their bodies and just wild shit. Um, they came up with PG-13. Actually, Steven Spielberg um, suggested that they make another rating for it, kind of in the middle. 
So it's like way worse than PG, but not as bad as R. So PG-13 was made it. So you can thank Gremlins for PG-13. But, um, yeah, so Stripe hops into the YMCA pool and multiplies like crazy. Um, Mrs. Deagle, so she was like the villain, the human villain in the story. Uh, just a real curmudgeon. And it's Christmas time, so, you, you know, you suppose that she's going to get better at the end or learn her lesson. Uh, she does not. So um, she hears a sound outside the front door. She opens the door, and there are six gremlins singing Christmas carols to her. Um, when I watched this scene as a grown man, um, it hit me that the gremlins had clothes and music. You didn't see that? When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I just remember seeing like oh, little I, stuff. I noticed it when we watched it last Christmas. Yeah. So thinking about that, the costuming of the puppets in this movie is fucking top notch. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So what hit me was those gremlins had to have watched the group Carol before this, and then they were like, "Oh, that'd be funny as hell." Jump those kids kill them, <laughs> and take their clothes and music, and then they went to the next house and sang Christmas carols. So that was like, wow. They didn't kill kids. They killed grown adults. Kids don't Christmas carol. Only adults Christmas carol. Oh, no. There's probably some kids on that group. Have you heard children sing? Yes, I have, and they're yeah. terrible. Yeah, kids don't Christmas carol. <laughs> and so Miss Deagle sees that, freaks out, closes the front door. She gets on her hover round. Which, to her knowledge, actually not her knowledge, um, Stripe has Tokyo drifted, set up this, (laughs) souped up her hover round to a ludicrous speed. So this old chick sits in this chair and it launches her out of the second floor window and she just flies down the street. Uh, As a kid, it was the funniest goddamn thing. As an adult, it's the funniest goddamn thing. Uh... (laughs) So the cops are driving up and down the street watching just the madness and the just World War Three happening in this town. Uh, Santa Claus is in the middle of the street screaming. There's at least seven gremlins on him. He's trying to fight them off. He's dead. <laughs> Guaranteed dead. Corey Feldman fights off like three of them himself. So it's a whole situation. Billy catches up to his girlfriend. She works at a bar. So a ton of the gremlins are at the bar getting destroyed on beer. And <laughs> as a kid, um, I knew they were having fun in there, but I didn't really think that they were getting just, like, super loaded in there. But uh, uh, one of my favorite gremlins, because there are a ton of gremlins that have themes, uh, one of my favorite gremlins was the one that has the trench coat, and he opens it, and he's wow. flashing. <laughs> he flashes the chick. No type of junk, no nothing. I don't understand what he's showing her. And then she just, like, screams. But uh, <laughs> he pops up in the second movie, too. And then that time she, like, drop kicks him. But um, so she finds out that bright light is just there, just 100% weakness. So she scoots off with Billy. And, oh, another fun fact. So there was a line uh, when they're hiding in the, the bank that she tells Billy the story why she doesn't like Christmas. And she explains that her dad dressed up like Santa Claus, and tried to go down the chimney. Yeah, he got stuck, and he died. And he broke his neck. 
Yeah. And he was stuck in there, and then they found the body because it was starting to smell. Yeah, that's fucking awful and disgusting. So, um, the director, I want to say it was Joe Dante, um, fought to keep that line, that whole little paragraph in the movie. Uh, Spielberg wasn't a fan of it, <laughs> and a lot of the um, uh, producers weren't fans of that line, but um, yeah, Joe Dante said it's 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 dark and it's funny. And they fought for it, and it, it stayed, but it was like the one thing that everybody fought on, because they, they said it was so dark and sad. But uh, yeah, it, it is dark and sad. Um, so after they hide out for a while, it gets quiet outside. They leave the bank, and the streets are completely empty, and they head to the movie theater. And Katie, do you remember what movie that the Gremlins are watching? Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So, they didn't explain it, and I've tried to look up why, but apparently Snow White, old-timey cartoons, gremlins just love it, and it just takes their attention away from everything else. So, oh, here's another question for you, Kay. Um, So, they don't explain how many gremlins were actually spawned when Stripe dove into the pool. How many gremlins do you think were in that movie? 199. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, going off the fact that they were all in the movie, I looked up typical theater sizes, and there were probably around 250 to like 300 gremlins. If they Just were. in that theater, but there were also gremlins. Nope. They all went to the theater. Stripe left to get food. He went across the street. And Even so the one at the bar? Yeah, they all went to to the movie. Oh, okay. So, at least at least two hundred and fifty gremlins were in, you know, canonically were in that movie. Um, I assume a couple weren't in there, but I like to say that they were all in there. So, two hundred and fifty gremlins. Uh, Billy comes up with a plan to blow up the theater because that's what you do. <laughs> they destroy it. Stripes the last one. They end up at the mall. Stripe. Finds him a pistola, a little revolver, which is absurd. And uh, he tries to kill Billy, and Gizmo finds him a Barbie convertible car. He's driving around the mall, just being a badass, just Tokyo drifting around all the corners. And uh, causes Stripe's demise. And so, um, he melts down, because sunlight destroys you. And uh, he's dead, and the day is saved. What I did know about this movie, in the original, um, the original idea for the movie, there were a lot of like things that they cut out because it was way too dark. So apparently, um, the mom in her scene when she fought the four gremlins in the house, she wasn't supposed to survive it. So um, Billy was gonna come home to save her, and. All he was going to see is her head bouncing down the stairs. They were going to decapitate her and throw her head at Billy. Uh, <laughs> another change was um, the gremlins actually eat um, Billy's dog. So Barney is not in the movie at the end. And uh, one of the biggest changes that they... I'm glad that Steven Spielberg actually jumped in and said, no, we can't do this. Uh, Gizmo wasn't supposed to be in the movie towards the halfway point. Um, when they eat the food after midnight, Gizmo was going to be striped, so he was going to be the main villain. And so, 
uh, Steven Spielberg came in and he saw, you know, the screenplay, and he said, no, 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 no. Um, he could see that Gizmo was money, and so he's like, no, we got to keep him in the movie all the way to the end. He's gonna be the hero of the movie. That's why Gizmo saves the day in the end, and he was hundred percent correct that <laughs> that Gizmo was a cash cow because he's cute as hell and. It was a very smart idea, so I'm glad he did that. But, um, yes, uh, this movie, if they kept everything the, the way that it was supposed to be, it would have been pretty, pretty fucking ridiculous. Um, so, a, I would say, out of ten movies, probably nine. It, it's pretty damn good. I love me some Gremlins. It's one of my favorite movies. I can watch it just about any time. I'm Usually, confused. Are you giving it like a rating? Yeah. Rated. Oh, okay. That was confusing. Wait, what did I say? You said out of ten movies, probably a nine. Oh, I said movies? Oh, okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> ten well, stars? Well, out of ten movies, if I had ten movies in front of me, I would probably pick this one. Or another I'd, one. You know, or another <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's probably like one more movie in front of this one. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, if you haven't seen Gremlins, uh, what have you been doing with your life? And you should really watch it. It's pretty damn good. So, Katie, are you ready? Yeah. Time for some questions. Uh, I'm going to make it multiple choice this time. Okay. So, towards the beginning of the movie, when the credits are rolling, Billy is running to his job. He works at the bank. And he runs by the movie theater. There are two movies that are playing. The first one's called A Boy's Life. That was the um, the first idea for one of Spielberg's movies, the name of it. You know, so I'm going to give you some choices. A Boy's Life. So was it A, E.T.? Was it B, Close Encounters? Or was it C, Jaws? Uh, easy. Yes. Uh, it's the, the only one that has a boy in it. I know. I, <laughs> that <laughs> I mean, was very easy. See, I made this multiple choice and I really thought about it. I was like, shit. <laughs> okay, so, um, okay, so there were two on there. So the next one was Watch the Skies. I'm not going to make this multiple choice. Close Encounters. Yes, that was the first name for Close Encounters at the third time. Watch the Skies. I actually wish they went with that. It been pretty dang good. How many people did it take to control one puppet in this movie? Was it A, two people, B, three, C, four, D, five? Mm, probably depends on the puppet. But I'm going to go with three. It was five. It was around five people. And then towards the end of the filming... They actually had to um, stack controls on top of each other so less people could do more shit because yeah. it, it just got absurd to the point. Yeah, because they had way too many people. They yeah. couldn't afford all those people. Uh, there were a few um, uh, close-up on Giz Gizmo. Um, they were actually double or triple size. Like, anytime it was just, like, straight up his face. And it took... Tons of people to actually get that controlled and make it look right. That makes sense. Yeah, because like the ears had to move on their own, the eyes, the oh, mouth. I remember distinctly thinking the last time that I watched 
Moody. Like, how technologically advanced Gizmo was for the time, because this movie was, what, 83? 84. 84, yeah, 1984. And Gizmo has, like, eyes that open and shut and blink. He's got, like, expressive eyebrows and a mouth that, like, moves and, like, talks and stuff. And the amount of robotics or puppetry like involved in him is insane and the fact that that was 35 years ago is is nuts yeah they um when i was watching some videos about it um it was a lot of work oh i don't doubt it and grim the the gremlins they broke down all the time and yeah actually in the bar scene a lot of gremlins broke down because of all the salt on the pretzels and peanuts not the cigarettes in their mouths and not the beer that they were just throwing on themselves. It was assault. But uh, a lot of them broke down just because of that scene. Yeah. And uh, there was one gremlin that had lipstick on. Apparently that lipstick just destroyed that <laughs> gremlin. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of work. Yeah. Thinking about, so going off of that, what do you think the budget for this movie was? <laughs> I'll give you four choices. It was uh, Steven Spielberg in 1984, so post- E.T., post-Close Encounters, post all of these really great movies that he already made hella money on. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did Paul call? Four million? Uh, 2.5 million. No, this one was stupid expensive. It was 11 million dollars to make. Wow. <laughs> yeah, in 84, it was very expensive. Wow. So like in 1984 it was 11 million. So now it'd be like 50 million. Yeah. Meaning it's at least 10 times the cost of Saw 2. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, insane. But it makes sense. There was no CG. It was all puppets and tons of people flopping and plastic and God knows how much more stuff they had to pay for it. Um. How much do you think it made in its uh, original run? Cost eleven million. Steven Spielberg. It did great. Uh, I don't know. One hundred and ten million. <laughs> You're getting closer and closer. One hundred and fifty-three million. I almost said that, but I felt like that was too much for the eighties. Oh, it's not exactly hundred. I was going to say one hundred fifty. I was going to say that's a little too much. I have no reference for. Anything that happened before I was, like, 10. Yeah, you're right. Like, I can't, like, I can't <laughs> justify, like, how much anything costs because, what, movie tickets cost, like, 50 cents. I have no idea. Yeah. So, um, it released the same day as Ghostbusters. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, they're both sci-fi. This one's, actually, this is pretty sci-fi-ish but it is but it's still dumb like looking at it now like looking back on both of these movies as an adult and even talking to anyone we know ghostbusters and gremlins both hold special very special places in a lot of people our ages hearts so it seems weird to me that they would have released them the exact same time that the exact same people would have been watching these films and how many people can honestly like look back at your childhood and say yeah, my family totally went and saw two movies in one week or in one month. Like, ain't nobody's parents were like, yeah, we got money for that. Everyone's like, you got 
fucking movie money. Yeah, you got Mogwai money. Yeah, you got Ghostbusters money. No, I don't have Ghostbusters money, Mom. Just take me to go see Ghostbusters. <laughs> so this movie back in 84, it was actually the fourth highest grossing film of that year. So number one was Beverly Hills Cop. Right. I mean, makes sense. Right, Axel Lisa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then Ghostbusters. Okay. And then Temple of Doom. That's a good year. Yeah, 84 was fucking great. It was a great year. Hell yeah. What was number five? Uh, it doesn't have it on here. Oh, boo. <laughs> but it's probably poop. But, uh, yeah, that's a sweet-ass year. Yeah. I'm sad. Somebody... And two of those movies came out on the exact same day? That's absurd. Yeah. I'm curious if that messed with their, with their timing, any. It came out in... June June 8th. That's interesting that both Gremlins and Ghostbusters, which are now known to be Halloween and Gremlins also Christmas movies, that they would come out in June. Yeah, two spooky movies came out. People in the 80s were not thinking about, like, time of year. They didn't have to. Like, if a movie was good, it was just good. There's really, also a lot of really shitty movies being made in the 80s, so. Yeah, but if a movie was just amazing, it didn't matter what time it came out. I bet there were a ton of Christmas-timed movies that probably weren't Christmas. They are like, fuck, that looks really good. Yeah. And probably back then it was even better to be around Christmas. Because people would go see it. Like, yeah. The day after and stuff. It's stupid now to do a Christmas movie. People stay in. No, that's not true. People go out and see Christmas movies all the time. I... Just because you like to sit on your butt on Christmas Day, on Christmas, day after Christmas. A lot of people go see movies the day after Christmas. The oh. theater parking lots are always packed. Okay. Okay. So I know you, you know, didn't watch this, but you imagined a shitty clip art version in your head. So out of all the characters, who's your favorite character? Big old duh. Gizmo. Yeah, if you didn't say Gizmo, something's wrong with you. I like Judge Reinhold because he was an asshole in the movie. No. Gizmo. The only option is Gizmo. Yeah. Or, I mean, Billy ain't bad. Billy's trash. Get out of here. Damn. <laughs> Billy's pretty cool. Billy's trash. No. Oh. It's like knockoff Matthew Broderick. Get out of here. Yeah, you're so mean to him with his curly hair. He was awesome. Not my fault he was knocked off Matthew Broderick. That's not my fault. Steve Spielberg couldn't afford the real thing because he just made all that Ferris Bueller day off money. Sorry about it. Oh, here's something that you may not know, Katie. Do you know where the term gremlins came from? No. It's actually a World War II um, term. It's a racial stereotype? No, it's not a racial stereotype. Shocking! Uh, no, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually um, they a would blame... Slur. They would blame, like, if anything went wrong with mechanics or anything like that, they were like, oh, those fucking gremlins did it. Oh. Interesting. Instead of saying, like, oh, Katie fucked up my plane, just like Does that, that have to do gremlins. with, like, the hatred of Germany? No, I don't think because there's... I don't think gremlins there's... was, like, their thing? <laughs> so German and Kremlin together choke. would make gremlins? Choke on air. No, uh, it was, from what I saw, it's just one of those... I don't know, like break a leg, stupid shit that it says. Gremlins, goblins, uh, ghouls. Who, who the fuck knows? <laughs> There's a ghoul in that tub. Like what? 
What? <laughs> but no, Gremlins, it was just a, um, if something broke down, you take it was Gremlins in a thing. Okay. That's why old man Futterman, uh, his, uh, fucking compactor, when the Gremlins got into it, and he's like, there's Gremlins. He, like, freaked out because there were actual oh, Gremlins. Actual in his, Gremlins. In his heavy machinery. Him up. Okay. Trying to run him over. All right. But, uh, Katie? Oh! Hee hee hee! Here's something else that you may not know. Uh, so the voice of Stripe, um, actually, let's go back one. The voice of Gizmo is Howie Mandel. That's disturbing. And so, um, the way he came up with the voice, this was after Bobby's World. No, no, Before it wasn't. Before Bobby's no, no, World. No, no, no. In his stand up, he had a Bobby in his stand up. Oh. Okay, but not so, actual Bobby's World. Yeah, he said the idea of all of that. So he came up with the voice of Bobby's World. And in his tryout, it was actually one of his first, like, movie things. Because he did cartoons. Apparently he was in Muppet Babies. He said he was. Howie Mandel? Yeah. So well, that's not shocking. He said he was in Muppet Babies. But, um, yeah, he yeah, said he this is one of his... the voice of Animal. He doesn't actually fucking say anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With those round-ass teeth. Yeah. <laughs> in a bonnet. Yes. <laughs> Oh, Animal's so goddamn cute in that show. He is! Muppet Babies was the jam. Original, not this new shit. Original I Muppet Babies was the jam. It's trash. You keep, why is there a fucking penguin? You keep making why? me like, sad. So Tell I don't me why there's a penguin. It. I don't, Bullshit. Because there's penguins in the now Muppets. But it's not like one of the little tuxedo penguins from... Hey, I'm It's just, a female penguin and she's purple. Hey, I'm just telling you what... And she speaks actual words instead of... The penguins from Muppets they just go, they just walk. Hey, I'm just telling you what I see. So, Callie Mandel was the voice of Gizmo. Okay. Very, very good voice. The voice of Stripe. I don't know if you'll know this name. His name is Frank Welker. Oh, he's the wacko. Isn't it? Mm-mm. Okay. He is the voice of Megatron. He's the original voice of Megatron in Transformers, and he's the voice of Fred from Scooby-Doo. Like, the original one. Oh, so he's old as fuck. Okay. Yeah. And so... Who's the voice of Wacko? Wacko, isn't that, um... Paul... No. Ron Paulson? That's Yakko. Yeah. Oh, That's Fred... That's who talks. It's, like, Fred catches the sword. Something weird? Okay. Some stupid shit. So... There were two voices that did all of the gremlins. Uh, let me see if you know this name. Michael Winslow. No. He's from Police Academy. He was the black guy that did all the voices and the okay. sounds. You've seen Police Academy, right? Yeah. Okay. Not in a long time. Okay, you didn't get excited when I said Because I haven't seen <laughs> it in a long time. Yeah, when I said Police Academy, you didn't get excited. I was like, shit. Otis gets mad at me when I don't remember every detail from a movie that I saw 30 years ago because he watched it obsessively as a child and can remember every line. So when I don't know it, he gets mad at me. But I'm not allowed to get mad at him when he hasn't seen fucking any Disney movie in the last 40 years. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, you know, fuck me, right? (laughs) Oh, okay. So the other voice... For all the gremlins that they did. Peter Cullen. Do you know that name? No. That's fucking Optimus Prime. And okay. he, he's the Optimus Prime in all the Transformers movies. He's old as balls, but he can still make that sweet-ass voice. 
thought the voice of Optimus Prime now was uh, Morpheus or something like that. The guy who does Morpheus. No, Megatron in the movies was Megatron. Um, Agent is Smith. The, yeah, yeah, Ethan Smith. That's what it is. Yeah. Something. Some guy from some some shit. <laughs> some guy from some shit. <laughs> Just Parnell was the voice of Wax. Well, there's a so friend. Thinking, there's crazy a friend ass, something. Crazy ass uh, hair dude. Yes. So in this movie. Megatron and Optimus Prime. Yeah. yeah. No, Frank Welker, I don't know if he has the record for the most voices and stuff, but uh, he's in just about everything. No, I think that goes to uh, Mel... Uh, no. LeBlanc? The guy from Looney Tunes. The Man of a Thousand oh, Voices. Oh, probably. Mel yeah. Blanc. Mel Blanc. Yeah, he had a ton of voices. Yeah, he well, he was the man of a thousand and a thousand voices. But I know Frank Welker. He's the one that um, like in a ton of movies, he used to just do like dog barks, and he would get yeah, credited. Yeah, he's well, he's the voice of Scooby Doo. Yeah, so he just does barks and shit, and that's that's his job in movies. Or if you need an animal sound, you call him. Yeah, he was Scooby Doo, Megatron, Soundwave, and Nibbler from Futurama. I I thought he was uh. I was about to say it wrong like that movie. Uh, I thought it was Appa. Also. Maybe. I I just, like, that was the first three things it said oh, okay. in his, like, Wikipedia bio. But I want to say he was in Avatar also. Oh, Google why. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. So, thank you guys once again uh, for... Sorry that was not really, like, really a review of the movie. That was just uh, a synopsis and some questions. Hey, man, like, I, I was trying to think up shit, but I was kind of sitting here enjoying the movie. The The review I, I can give you for this movie, um, it's pretty dark for its for its age. Um, they made it out to be a kid's movie. In the trailers, they didn't show the gremlins. Uh, they showed a lot of gizmo. And so it got kids wanting to see it because it's a cute little teddy bear. In the 80s and 90s, this was a kid's movie. In 2019, this is no longer a kid's movie. This is definitely a teen to adult movie. Yeah. So, uh, the best review I can give you is that they were very sneaky <laughs> with their trailers, and they made it out to be a kid's movie. Uh, a ton of parents were pissed off after they saw it because in the movie, people are getting murdered. Um, they, like... They blatantly say Santa Claus isn't real. Apparently, that was a whole issue. Because <laughs> the, you know. Spoiler alert. Yeah, Kate's dad dies trying to be Santa Claus, so she learned that Santa Claus wasn't real. But um, it's a great movie. Uh, I would say you could watch it anytime, and you would have a great time with it. Um, so, yes, please watch. Please watch Gremlins. Um, so, that's all I got for this one. I'm very pumped. I kind of want to watch the second one. Uh, you got anything else, Katie? Nope. Okay. So, uh, I will come up with an ending at some point. So, I'm just going to say bye. Okay. Bye, guys.